I don't know. When I was in the military, I, I just learned regimen and I know what to do. I mean, my thing is I could go in the gym for an hour and it's not about what I do is how much time I sit there. Mm. So if I can if I can actually cut my non-working out time down to, say, 15 minutes of that hour and for 45 minutes of that time, I'm actually doing something. It'll be a productive workout. Welcome to the Barbend Podcast, where we talk to the smartest athletes, coaches, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by Barbend.com. Okay, folks, this is a big one. Today, I'm talking to legendary rapper, songwriter, and actor Ice-T. Since his origins in the underground rap scene of the 1980s to his long-term stint on Law & Order Special Victims Unit, Ice-T has been a cultural force in America for as long as many of us have been alive. But one thing a lot of people might not know is his passion for fitness. In his youth, Ice-T was a competitive gymnast and big fan of physical culture, and now in his 60s, he's exercising often twice per day, and he's a bodyweight-strengthening fanatic. We dive into that in the podcast itself. But before that, I do want to give a quick shout out to Cheerios, one of Ice-T's sponsors, for helping facilitate this podcast in recognition of National Heart Health Month. Ice-T has even narrated a series of four-minute workouts now streaming on Pandora, which you can still catch at the tail end of February. Now, let's get on with the show. So Cheerios set this up. Big thanks to Cheerios. I'm very curious we're a fitness and strength sports media company. I want to hear about what's your approach to nutrition these days? I started getting heavier into nutrition as I started to get older. You know, like in high school, I was in gymnastics. I've always been in shape. I did martial arts. I boxed. But I just felt I was invincible. At 40, some of my friends started to drop, you know, from just negligence, not taking care of their bodies. So I started to be a little bit more conscious bringing down my sugar intake. You know, I love sweet drinks and stuff, but uh, cereal has just always been a part of my breakfast. I just always eat cereal. There's some ice cold milk, good Cheerios, but I can't, you can't go wrong with that. Other than that, I just eat in moderation. I refuse to take anything totally out of my diet. I just, I think I'd have a mental issue if I stopped (laughs) eating tacos or things. I just kind of don't eat it every day. So like, a lot of people say they don't eat red meat. Well, I might eat it one steak a week. You know, like I don't eat everything all the time. I just kind of mix it up. And also I do work out. I, I have a little training fitness thing I do every morning, calisthenics, dips, pull-ups before I go to work. And then I repeat it when I get home from work. Twice a day. Twice a day. But like what I'm saying, it's like I got a little elastic band thing I do. I do 100 curls in the morning. Then I go downstairs. I do you know, 20 dips. I do 10 pull-ups. I do, I have a little bench machine. I do 50. Then I go out the door. I do the same thing on the way in the house. So I'm getting a hundred in of each thing. And it keeps me tight. Like, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not going to bulk me up, but it keeps everything where it should be. It's like a placeholder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I didn't realize you had a, a gymnastics background. Tell us a little bit more uh, about that and about how that was a part of, you know, your, your fitness background growing up. When I went to high school, I went to a very tough high school, Crenshaw High School, and immediately I knew I had to get bigger. 
because, you know, of just the, the manpower that was out on the yard, so to speak. So I started out in the weight room. I started to go into the gym early just to try to bulk up. I just didn't want to be that little guy at that school, you know. And then I went to football the first year I wanted to play football. But if you're not the star, it's not as much fun, you know. So I went to a gymnastics meet, and I liked the fact that it was a a singular sport, like you shine. Also, if you're playing football and you don't take your helmet off, you got to walk around all day with your, you know, you're trying to catch girls, right? So you're you're walking around with your jersey on or you, you do a tackle, you take the helmet off and all that. So with gymnastics, the guys were in shape and they were brutally strong. I think that's what got me into it. And I did apparatus. I tried to do pommel horse. I did parallel bars and rings. So, you know, now I barely could do a muscle up, you know, but It'll have you strong as hell. And people are like, oh, well, gymnasts, they, they kind of play it off like soft. I'm like, I want to see you do a Maltese cross. You know what I'm saying? These dudes are, are, are brutally strong. So that's why I've always been able to carry a nice, you know, toned body. You know, then I, I did martial arts and I did boxing when I was in the military and all that kind of stuff. So being active has always been part of my life. And then also being on stage, performing, doing an hour on stage, that's cardio. You know, you're just burning, burning, burning. When you see Mick Jagger run all the way those out those fucking uh, things on the, on the stage where he runs out those ramps, that's like 50 yards, you know? So, and, and I did that once and I had nothing but respect for Mick Jagger. I, I got to play with Metallica one time and they had those ramps. And I said, I'm about to take a run. And man, I got way out to the end of that ramp, and I'm like, man, I look back, and the band was like an inch tall. When I look back, and I looked up at the jumbotron, and I was heaving, and the audience just laughed. I'm like, man, I always wanted to do this. <laughs> now I, now I understand why you know some of these rock stars are, are superhuman. But just staying active is the key. You just gotta. Anything is better than nothing. And, and that's the key. I mean, if you're just going to do your little sit-ups and your little push-ups, that's better than nothing, you know? So that's just been um, always my, uh, my motto. And, I'll, you know, I just, I just enjoy being in shape versus out of shape. You mentioned some of these rock stars who are basically doing hill sprints in the middle of their performances. Do you think that fitness has become more of a part, more of a component of the performer's lifestyle over the course of your career in general? Or do you think that's something that, you know, maybe still could penetrate the music industry a little bit more? It's necessary. It's necessary. You might go out there and think, oh, you're just a singer and you're just going to do a show and you're going to find out you're going to lose when you're going to you have to be in shape to pull that off. Like right before I go out on body count tour, I get on the treadmill, I start running. I might start at 600 yards, 600 meters, and I move it up to, you know, try to get a mile in. You need to have that or you're going to really suck. People are going to notice it. And they expect you to magically have energy. And a lot of times you'll even watch some of these, even pop stars that are up there dancing and singing simultaneously. It's not that easy. Try for one song. It's not that easy. So it's part of the job description. And with SVU or Law and Order, 
It's not so much because every once in a while there's a, 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 a chase scene. But it's still you're on your feet. You got to stay active and you got to be in touch with it. So I just learned, you know, I always my, I used to watch a lot of karate movies and I always wanted to be that old man, that guy that like 90 with the gray hair that could still jump up into the tree. And the key is just what I found out. I'm about to turn 64 on Wednesday is that a, a rolling stone gathers no moss. And the longer, as long as you stay active, you can stay active. But if you stop, stop for a year, it'll be really rough to get back in shape. It's really hard. And I made sure during the pandemic to stay healthy, to stay on my grind. You know, working out is one thing we always hate to do, but you're always glad you did it. Is there anyone who you've had the opportunity to work out with in any capacity? Could be a performer, could just be you know someone else you've encountered over the course of your of your life, and it really stuck out to you. Their dedication or their approach to fitness kind of made you go, "Oh, this person, this person's really got it on lock." Well, I'm, I mean, I know pro bodybuilders like Victor Martinez or Phil Heath or these guys, but that's a job. See, when you're in that world, you're going to the gym twice a day and you're in there for a couple of hours. You know, maybe two. I mean, that's they're eating. They're eating like space food. They're, you know, that that world is something totally different. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I usually work out by myself. I'm not a, I'm not a big people always say, yeah, let me be your trainer. I'm like, I'm a trainer. All right. Back off. You know, I don't know. When I was in the military, I, I just learned regimen and I know what to do. I mean, my thing is I could go in the gym for an hour and it's not about what I do is how much time I sit there. Mm. So if I can if I can actually cut my non-working out time down to say 15 minutes of that hour and for 45 minutes of that time I'm actually doing something it'll be a productive workout. Now you can go for an hour and sit for 40 minutes and work out 15 minutes. So it's all more about me getting as much in in that hour as I possibly can. Keep touching stuff. You know, if this body part is hurting Go to that body part. And there's a lot of different ways to work out if you're trying to sculpt your body. But if you're just trying to just stay in shape, you can just touch random things and just, you know, get that workout in and, and keep yourself together. So I'm not trying to bulk up. I'm just trying to put a placeholder where it is. You know, I'm in pretty good shape for my age. You spent a lot of time on tour and a ton of time traveling over the course of your career. What tips if you could go back in time, and you're a pretty regimented person, I can tell that much, but if you could yeah. go back in time and tell your younger self, hey, here are some tips for staying healthy, and it could be working out, it could be nutrition, it could be sleep on the road, what would those be? Maybe there's some things that our listeners could take a lot from. I'm an oddity because I don't drink, and I never got high, I don't smoke. So that gives me a, that, that hedges me in front of a lot of people because a lot of those things hit your body. They take it backwards. I don't know anything other than, you know, listen to your body. I think the biggest thing is try not to stop. Like, try to can maintain it. Like, if you stop for a week, smack the shit out of yourself, say, man, let me get myself back into mode. I cut down on sugar. Mm. Uh, I'm a big sugar guy. I love, you know, flavored drinks and stuff. You see, I'm drinking a lot more water now. That uh, That's good to do. Yeah, my regimen, I, usually I do eat cereal in the morning. 
It's an easy thing to get in, get in your system. It's quick. Doesn't require anybody cooking anything. Like I'm on the set of Law and Order. After um, the pandemic, they, there's no food to eat. You just have to figure it out. So a nice bowl of milk and some good Cheerios. You know, they're made with whole grain oats. It's safe. It's a good way to start your day off, and you're doing something healthy. And that's that's that. If you can have fun and be healthy at the same time, that's a win. I just say don't my 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 diet is just don't deny yourself stuff. Just be moderate. You know, don't overdo things. You don't have to walk out of restaurants full. One of the one of the uh, the, the workout um, things I've learned is something your mama didn't teach you. I call them pushaways. You know what a pushaway is? Pushing the plate away, right? Exactly. Exactly. We've been all trained to eat everything on their food. They're starving kids. But now, as soon as I feel like I've had enough, I stop. Take that, wrap that up. We'll take that home in a doggy bag. I'll eat that later. Don't just fill yourself to you're totally full. And um, you'll be all right. Just if you stay active, you keep you're burning energy. Now, if you're just going to sit on the couch you might want to be conscious of everything you're putting into your body because it's going to take a long time for that stuff to leave your body. But if you're burning calories, like I tell people, my body's like a blast furnace. It's mo- it, the stuff that's in there isn't in there that long, you know? So, you know, and also I believe diet is kind of like religion. I hate people that talk about, are you going to put that in your mouth? Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, go away, you know? It's, and also, like like I said, I'm about to turn 64. So when I have 30-year-olds telling me what I'm eating is wrong, I'm like, come back in 30 years and let's <laughs> talk about this. Your your theory is not valid to me. I want to talk to an 80-year-old guy about what I should eat. You know, not you. You just you're just getting new. You're, you're brand new. You you're healthy. You know, but I would just say stay active as possible and eat. In moderation. Don't go overboard in any any with any food. That's a win-win. I'd call it that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, folks. And uh happy early birthday, by the way. My man, thank you. Take care. Peace.